All right, guys, uh, welcome to another episode of This Is Your Line and Length, um, the Line and Length vod now vodcast. We're putting this up on YouTube as well as on SoundCloud um, so that we can try and get to as many people as we possibly can. Um, joined here by Luke and uh, Charlie now. Charlie's going to be telling his story today. Um, how are you, boys? Good, yeah, mate. Things are good here. Things are good in Wagga. How are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad myself. Charlie, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, really excited been um something that i've been very keen to kind of get on and talk about after listening to kells and then lombie's story a few days ago um yeah re really excited i think there's big shoes to fill considering how well the last two boys have gone mate just be yourself that's all we're sort of asking on this podcast and and, and podcast now as well um i guess we get right into the swing of things mate um you've been quite instrumental in, in not only line and length um luke sort of said he, you were one of the first people he called about it but also in um might and main so before we jump into into the line and length stuff do you want to tell us a bit about might and main yeah absolutely mate um so might and main is a mental health charity that myself a friend uh gab timmons and another friend kate johnson from uni started probably about five years ago now um that was basically Kate and Gab coming to me um, after a mutual friend, a friend of all of ours from the rugby club at CSU, uh, after Nathan Sharp's suicide. So they came to me saying they wanted to uh, come up with an idea um, to help out blokes uh, and focus on men's mental health. So I was the target demo. I was probably about 24 years old at the time they approached me. Um, and they kind of would just, they used me as a sounding board. And they said, we want to come up with an idea to get, to promote blokes talking about their mental health, about their feelings and checking in on each other. So there were ideas like breakfast clubs, coffee clubs, all these kind of things. Um, but we landed on an idea of um, barbershops being kind of an interjection or interjecting in barbershops to um, get blokes to talk about their mental health and to check in on each other's mental uh, well-being. So... We put barbers uh, through workshops, short workshops, um, giving them the skills to talk about mental health, uh, giving them the knowledge of existing help services so they can refer their clients onto these help services if they feel it's needed. Um, and just giving, the giving them the confidence to talk about um, feelings and talk about mental health and ask people the big questions or know how to respond in the appropriate ways. So um, yeah, it, it was kind of an idea that we came up with a number of years ago, we rolled out a number of workshops since. So it's just something that's been a huge passion point of mine. Um, certainly don't do that in my day to day. That's something that we do on the side and just something I really wanted to be involved in. Charlie, you know, you said there that those girls came to you, right? Um, when I came up with the idea of line and length, I came to you. Um, do you reckon you have any idea of why people are drawn to you around this topic? Um, I don't know. I think to kind of quote another mental health charity, I kind of wear my heart on my sleeve. Um, I am pretty vocal about the things I'm passionate about, whether that's mental health, whether that's indigenous welfare, you know, there's all sorts of things that I'm pretty like open and vocal about. Um, so I just assume maybe that was something that after Sharpie died, I was very vocal saying this could have been prevented. How can we prevent this um, in other young blokes or other people um and I think probably Gavin Kate saw that in me and saw that I was very vocal and said maybe Charlie can kind of jump on board uh, and help out and I think maybe you're the same Kels that I've been quite vocal about it um yeah. 
and maybe a bit easier to approach because you know I'll be on board with your ideas. Yeah, I'll add to that, mate. I'll say one of your best attributes is that you're really inclusive. I reckon that's why I was definitely drawn to you. You include everyone. It doesn't matter what background, uh, creed, race, colour. Uh, you absolutely include everyone. So I reckon that's a big uh, attribute of yours. So there you go. There's a little pump, pump up actually, I'm sure my dad will watch this. I'm sure he'll be very, very proud of that because he always taught me, um, whatever you do, make sure it's inclusive rather than exclusive. As soon as you join yeah. a group or something that's exclusive, you know you're doing the wrong thing. So um, yeah, I guess that's something I've been brought up to do. Well, your old man's wisdom's just paid off. <laughs> Thanks, mate. It certainly <laughs> has. Um, something I just want to quickly touch on, you said that, um, you know, we were all a part of the rugby club when Sharpie unfortunately took his own life and it was something that could have been prevented. Um, I think that sort of leans into why line, the way I think line and length is so important and you boys can probably echo this, is that you don't actually know who's going through stuff until hopefully, uh, unfortunately, sometimes it's too late. Um, what, what's been your experience with line and length there, Charlie? Um, I think line and length gives everyone a much, I guess, easier platform to be able to open up, discuss their mental health, um, whether that's, you know, kind of far down the line of mental ill health or mental illness, illness, sorry, um, or whether that's kind of a start of things saying, I think I've been drinking too much. Um, I just haven't been feeling myself. And it gives everyone that platform to be able to discuss these things kind of at all sorts of levels, um, rather than, I guess, it, it, I, so I'd say it's more of a preventative uh, thing that we're doing rather than kind of a cure thing when it's too late. We're certainly not in that space of like a lifeline um, where it's someone uh, who's at a critical point uh, it's certainly something that it's all about prevention. So how do we come up with positive um, mental health strategies such as exercising, meditating, um, chatting to friends? How do we come up with our positive mental health strategies um, and we share these stories rather than kind of saying, I'm in this really dark place and I need help now. If that does come up, um, I think that's certainly something that uh, a number of us are probably ready for and able to kind of deal with it away and push them in the right direction to talk to the right people. But I think what Line and Length is really great at doing is including huge amount of people talking uh, about their mental health journey at all sorts of levels. Yeah, adding to that, I just find it so unbelievable um, how much we learn from each other. Like I've been blown away from um, other people's stories, um, learning from their strategies and just advice that, our friends have given us like for example when Hutto who is a doctor spoke up and said the importance of having a regular GP that you consistently go to I mean I'd never thought of that I didn't even I mean that's just a strategy or something that I'd never even considered um you look at Jack Garrard when he talked about the importance of physical exercise I mean like yes it's important um but I didn't realize that had such an impact on your mental health um, just little things like that. Like I've been blown away how much we actually learn from each other. And that's what I love about the men, the light of like platform is that we're, as I've said, we're just all battlers. We're just generally battlers. We, we don't have, we're not science, we're not counselors, but we're yeah. just uh, all actively passionate about our mental health. And we're just trying to learn from each other what works. I think um, it, and, 
Yeah. Like, that's yeah. exactly it, Kel. When we, um, I guess when we first learned about mental health, whether that was, you know, year seven at school, you learn about depression, you learn about anxiety, you learn about all these kind of big words, all this taboo stuff saying, ah, shit. And if you experience that, go to a psychologist, go to a psychiatrist and no one else talk about it because you don't know enough about it. I think we're kind of getting rid of that stigma that we can't talk about these things. Um, and line and length has been a huge part of that, uh, especially kind of for my group of mates, whether that's, you know, the Bathurst guys like us or whether it's my schoolmates or kind of the extended mates who are turning up now each year. Um, it's kind of got rid of that stigma to say that you're not allowed to talk about mental health if you're not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I mean, mental health, it's mental health. We all have it. It's health. It's like physical health, whether that's really poor, really great. It's on a spectrum. So why can't we discuss where we are on that spectrum and how to kind of get from a poor, poor part of that spectrum to a, to a um, much better part? So I think that's what's really important about line and length. It's getting rid of that stigma about talking about these things. And I know Kel and I have been checking in on how each other's meditation has been going. I know Kel's a huge advocate <laughs> yeah. for it. When I visited Wagga in October last year, he actually got his gratitude journal out. He's like, just read it. He's like, just read it. I love my mates. I love, I love everything I've been grateful for. So read my journal. I was like, oh, Kel, that's personal. He goes, no, nah, I'll do it. So he sat there and read his journal together. And I think that's something that, um, you know, we wouldn't have done five years ago, but we're so open about these things now. And Kel's yeah. uh, so open about the stuff that he's doing to improve or maintain his mental health that um, we can share these things and keep checking in on each other saying, you know, have you missed any days this year? And, I can put my hand up and say I've missed a few days of, of um, meditation. But um, I think it's nice that we can kind of check in on each other like that. And I, I know that line and length has been a huge part of that, um, making this kind of normalising it within our group. That's awesome, mate. And, and you touched on meditation being sort of a way that you deal with your own mental health. Are there any other strategies that you personally would recommend to anyone who's listening? Um, yeah, I... So meditation has been a very new thing for me. I think that was since October last year when Kel started kind of getting me into it. Um, it's a hard thing to get into. Like I kind of, I have a very busy, busy mind. And if I wake up in the morning, I'm thinking about work, I'm thinking about all sorts of things. So to then meditate for 10 minutes, it took a fair bit of training. I'm certainly better at it now, not great at it. Um, I think for me, it's friendship. It's my mates, it's my family. I love checking in on mates, um, catching up, going down to the cricket nets, playing touch footy. So I guess it's a mix of exercise and mateship and friendship um, that I think is really important to me to make sure that I'm still kind of involved and surrounded by good people. Um, and obviously, yeah, obviously exercise is kind of big for a lot of us. Um, I've recently torn my hamstring probably for about the fifth time. Um, that, certainly, that certainly does get you down in the dumps. And it, it's hard because you're kind of in this nice routine of, you know, playing Oztag, I was playing Monday night soccer with a different group of mates and kind of integrating there, which I was loving. Uh, and then that kind of gets pulled away from you instantly. Um, so certainly, yeah, kind of coming back to exercise. Lombie also mentioned sleep last week, which I think is something that's hugely important to me. Something I probably wouldn't have raised before Lombie mentioned it. And I was like, shit, that's something for me that I absolutely need a good, regular, consistent sleep. Um, sometimes you, you miss out on that, but then you've got to get back into that routine and getting some good good shut eye uh, to make yourself feel kind of positive and ready for the next day. And Cal cold showers. I have cold showers every morning now, which I've been doing that for about a year and a half. And that just zaps me into action every morning, which is nice. 
Um, Charlie, you mentioned um, an injury there, so your hammy, right? And you said like you got you bit down in the dumps. Um, and I said in my podcast that when I did my ACL, like that's what really triggered everything for me. I was in in a world of trouble there. Um, what advice do you have for anyone listening? That like if you've got any friends that are injured, like I, if I hear that someone's got an injury, I specifically will try and reach out because from my personal experience, that's what I would have wanted when I got injured. Do you have any advice along those lines? Because I know that in, like an injury and when you feel like you're excluded from the group and you hear footy players talk about it on podcasts all the time, like they just feel like they're not a part of a team anymore or they're not wanted. Do you have any advice along along those lines? Um, I think the first thing is it will get better. Like yeah. we've all had pretty significant injuries and then we've all recovered and got back into sport. I mean, that's yeah. 99% of the time it will get better. It will be a shit few months for me, I'm probably six weeks post now. I'm probably, I'm getting very kind of itchy to get back and play sport. Um, so I think it will get better and you just got to kind of stay focused on that and do your rehab well so it gets better quicker. Um, rehab's been a huge, uh, I guess, benefit for me. Been going to the gym and seeing huge improvements every week that my hamstrings no longer hurting, that I can lift heavier weights, that I can run for longer. So I know that I'm, my fitness and my hamstrings improving. The other thing I think is just get involved. Like, don't exclude yourself. I think people feel that about themselves and go, uh, I can't keep up with the team because I'm injured or I can't do contact, so I'm just not going to turn up to training. I mean, I went down, this is probably the poorest example, but I went to the cricket nets last week with two mates. I couldn't fully participate because of my hamstring, so I gave throwdowns for an hour. I just, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't stride in and bowl or I couldn't bat, so I just stood there, picked up the balls and just gave throwdowns while everyone else was bowling and batting around me. So it's just like, get involved. It's not as good as it used to be when you weren't injured, but there's still certainly parts of it just to kind of be there for the mateship and camaraderie and, you know, get involved. That's what I think is certainly the message. It's often hard though, because you could be down. You could feel quite depressed because of the injury, but you've just got to um, do what you can to kind of be involved in as much as you can. That is a sign of true friendship, given throwdowns for an hour and a half. (laughs) That, that, what I'm saying, Kel, that was for me. Like, that was yeah. a selfish thing for me where I'm going, guys, let's do a net sesh tomorrow. I was going, mate, you can't even play. I was like, yeah, but I want to, you know, be around the group. I want to feel like I'm being active. I want to have a bit of a sweat and yeah. a very sore shoulder the next day. So, yeah, that's it. what I'm saying. Like, it's, a, it's friendship for them, but it's also them kind of giving back to me because it just felt like I was kind of still being involved even though I hadn't done any exercise in five weeks. It's awesome to hear, mate. Um, and... And that probably ties into you probably leading the way in the cricket team for, with, uh, do you play for the city team, I imagine? Bloody I. So you probably lead the charge and the talent there for the, the cricket game. Um, what would you, what would your advice be for someone who um, has never been to line and length or, or wants to be a part of it? Um, what would your advice be to that person? Um, I think the advice would certainly just be get involved. Um, do what you can to kind of motivate yourself to reach out to someone, send them a text, whether it's Kel or myself or someone kind of in your closer circle of friends in the broader group. Because for those who are kind of just tuning in for this podcast, podcast, we've had 150 blokes now coming together on this day, one day a year to play a few games of cricket. It's a bit of a round robin. And in between that, we chat about um, mental health and share our own stories. Um, so it is just to get involved. It's also to not feel pressure that you have to turn up and share a story. You absolutely don't. 
Uh, a lot of blokes turn up, sit, listen, and offer support to the guys who share stories or just turn up and get around the mateship and the camaraderie in the cricket day to feel, you know, part of this big kind of, I guess we can say movement of 150 blokes. Now started as about 20 blokes three years ago or four years ago. Um, so yeah, no, no pressure to share. Just turn up and feel like you're um, involved because it's a really, really nice day. And you kind of see the amount of emotions. Like I cry, I laugh, I like, you know, smile, I kind of go through all these emotions on the day while people are sharing stories. And at the end of it, it's just such a positive experience because the support that everyone's showing each other, um, it's, it's quite special and something that I haven't really been a part of before. Uh, I think, um, I think that's a great, great sort of point. I think, um, and it speaks to what both you and Kel have created with an environment that, um, it's a safe sort of space where you're encouraged that if you want to speak, you're more than welcome to, but if you don't want to, then that's completely fine. We're not going to force anyone to do anything. It's very much a like, uh, if you're confident in doing that, go right ahead. But otherwise we're still here to support you regardless of whether you've got a story to tell or you're not ready to share that just yet and um Kels you kind of touched on that in in your episode where you spoke that you know you had a couple of boys reach out to you initially and then that's that kind of grows and grows and grows uh the more that this has gone on um so that's I guess a credit to to both of you uh on the environment yeah. that you've created yeah I love the fact that like I can invite people who literally I'm the only person they know out of that hundred and hundred odd blokes there on the day and they can get up there and share their story they feel um welcomed enough and included enough in, in such a short time to get up there and share their mental health story or their journey or something that they've uh, that they've gone through i think that's really really special and it it goes to as i said at the start with charlie how inclusive we are um as a group we we really do welcome um anyone and everyone and I think that's probably one of our, our biggest strengths is that we are aware that everyone has their own mental health journey or story and we are willing to provide a platform to, to listen and show empathy towards every single person that's willing and brave enough to stand up there and be vulnerable. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's a really cool movement, I guess, um, that, we're, that we're all a part of. Right. I think that's, uh, that's a pretty solid place to kind of leave it off there, boys. Um, Charlie, thank you so much for being on here and sort of telling your story and, and your, your journey with Might and Main and line at length and being involved in all of that. Um, uh, before we do go, though, I do just want to mention again, um, if, you, if you or any of your mates are in, undergoing any trouble, there are a wealth of resources out there, whether that be um, reaching out to any of us, whether that's um, Lifeline, uh, Headspace, Beyond Blue, please do reach out. Um, you don't have to go on that journey alone. And, and line and length, the, the thing that these boys have come up with is, is certainly a testament to that, that it's much easier to go along with someone else and have someone and your mates by your side while you're going on this journey. Um, other than that, thank you, boys. Um, I love doing this. This it's so much fun having these conversations and hearing these stories, and and I appreciate the uh, the culture that you know the two of you started, which sort of lets everything everything like this happen. So, thank you. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks for hosting. Cheers, boys. We'll see you uh, for the next episode of uh, This Is Your Line and Length. Excited already, guys. <laughs>